rolling through for part two. Oh, How's everybody shit. doing on this Thursday afternoon? Yeah. Morning? Friday morning? Evening? What time do you post the videos? Who knows? Tuesdays and Thursdays at two. I should know if yeah. anybody does. Afternoon. Right? I like how I followed that up. Good save. Nice. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm embarrassed. Oh my god, it was the funniest article I've ever read in my entire life. I watched a couple of compilation videos on YouTube. I've got it all figured out. You're listening to the No Big Banana Podcast. Welcome back to the No Big Banana Podcast. My name is Charles. My name is Justin. I'm Jay. I'm still here. And Jay's with us still to talk more about Wicked Packs. Which we are. Just D&D in general or, you know, wherever things go. We are going to be (laughs) running Wicked Packs on August 22nd at 8 p.m. That's a Saturday. Yes. shit. 8 p.m. Eastern. And I don't know if we announced this on the first one, but as long as it matches up with his schedule, Justin is going to be the normal not D&D person who is on that campaign with us. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Before you, before like, you okay. were out here, I was like, so are you playing with us? It's a noir game about angels and demons. And he was like, yeah. I had a feeling. Oh, well, yeah. I was going to ask you. I was, oh, yeah. I was actually always going to. I was going oh, to ask yeah, you. Yeah. I was going to ask Whatever. you tonight. Yeah. Of <laughs> you can choose to believe me or not. I don't. But I was going to ask you if you wanted to play that or my it. one in Halloween. But then it occurs to me that Why there's no both? reason that you can't play both. Yes, like that, that taco commercial with the soft and the hard shell. Like, why not both? I'm going to be sitting out of the uh, Halloween campaign because that's the Gestalt Pathfinder one. You don't want to play that? I'm not going to make a character for it, no. Why? Because I don't want to make an 18th level Gestalt character. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to take some time. Uh-huh. Character making is the worst part of Dungeons & Dragons. Well, it's I feel the, like it's, that's the antithesis to how a lot of people feel about it. It is. I'm, I'm kind of a weird one when it comes I mean, to that. Okay. It's my least favorite part. I hate making the character. Well, Once I have the character, it's my little baby and I worship uh, it. Well, Jay's a performer. You, like mm-hmm. he, he bathes <sighs> in the RP. He, he uses the character as like a baseline, but mm-hmm. he doesn't really need the character. Gotcha. Like if, dude, you, I'm convinced that if you were playing D and D, you could sit Jay down having no character, and, and he you wouldn't know for like three sessions. <laughs> yeah, like you're in combat. Like, he doesn't have stats. <laughs> He's just like, like, just like, yeah, I'm gonna. I played, I played that full campaign when, like, right around when I first met you guys, maybe a year after we all met the Star Wars campaign. Were you on that? I think I played briefly. I played a droid. This is when I was still oh, drinking, yeah. and we okay. were playing D and D like five times a week. Uh, it was. Rough. We played so much. A droid. And I played a <laughs> droid that Justin, director of Man Shorts, owned. All right, never made a character sheet because I figured I'll just do whatever Justin tells me to. And since I'm a Fuck droid, it, we'll if I get it hurt, they'll fix me. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Ethan hated it. I played for like three months in that campaign <laughs> without a character sheet. Hell yeah. It ended with our friend Warren getting mad at Justin, breaking me, and then Justin killed Warren. That was a fun campaign. Sounds about like normal. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. We end up killing each other or, and or ourselves. Mm. Happens a lot. Lot. It does happen. Almost exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> but the game we're going to be playing on the 22nd, Wicked Pacts, uh, yeah, is a magic-based Pacts. noir mystery set in the modern day. The campaign That's I'm going to be so running cool. is set in Jacksonville, Florida. Do you want to be buddy characters? Sure. Do you want to have like a backstory and like oh, fuck yeah, build dude. our characters around each other? We'll do it tomorrow. Oh. We'll work on it tomorrow. That'd I'll do. I'm about so it. Fun. Well, because like the one thing that like I've always wanted to do and like I've never gotten a chance to is like my I've told you about Hank Card Tank, my like horn dog paladin that's yes. like just covered in cum and blood and shit and vomit. <laughs> He's the equi- like quintessential like the deity is just like. Ugh. But he's like the only one that the deity like has, so he's gonna st- she's kind of stuck with him. But he has a brother named Frank Hard Tank. They have different. They're twins. They look completely different. They have different accents. They are com- they complete opposites of one another. And I've yet to get a chance to play 
him and have my friend Alex play Frank. Because oh. Alex was like, well, I want a character that's a hard Well, tank. you know that Hank and Frank Hardtank are going to be in the anime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, the, uh, they're, they're perfect. The campaign we're playing on Wednesday nights when Chaz was still playing as Tantor, we kind of ended up being buddy characters just because I've been the straight man through that whole fucking campaign. Just like straight legs. With everybody else is acting crazy, so I have to be the one who's like, what's the thing we're supposed to be doing <laughs> yeah, right it's now? Everyone, Every group needs one of those. I'm I've, not normally the one. Yeah, I, but you, you turned mean, into Ida, like just, by, guys, yeah, class. And by class. not normally, he means never. Yeah. yeah. It's been hysterically it's been. entertaining for me. <laughs> because Chaz has played two completely absent-minded characters who do not care about our mission. Yeah, he's just into fucking like tarts or whatever. Olivia like, is playing a very stereotypical rogue. She's not doing a bad job. She's just edgelord. She hangs out on the side unless she has yeah. a question then she goes back out to the she's side. She's a ranger. Or ranger, yeah, but still she's like yeah. she asks one question, goes difference? away, and then does all the damage in all of our encounters. Like she oh, is DPR for days. Dude, it's yeah. crazy. It's really nuts. It's like consistently. So it's like, like she's playing D D and y'all are playing like role playing like second life. Yeah. Dude. And then just consistently Justin's- it's like Olivia, you're up uh twenty seven to hit, twelve damage. Consistently. Every nice. round. Nice. And then Justin's just being aggressive at everybody or trying to scheme his way into everything. He's the most bard barbarian ever. Yeah, it's great. And the fact that he's never played a bard is just blows my fucking mind. We played a Firefly campaign where he played a male companion. It was awesome. His name was Atlas. I would do. His his name was Atlas Gray. Spoiler alert: I have never watched Firefly. A companion is like (laughs) a spoiler alert. That's just a sad announcement. Yeah, that sucks. You should watch Firefly. I know. But a companion is like a geisha essentially a licensed uh sex worker and Fuck among yeah. other things they're teachers yeah, yeah. and masseuses and all kinds of stuff would you have would you have sex with a hooker no i'm married uh, not right now not like today oh, i you just, mean like ever in just, any scenario theoretically like statistically probably okay How i mean about you? yeah i would too I would <laughs> hope it would be once they're regulated. But. I like Justin. Justin's probably like, uh, would you? Okay, yeah, I have to. So would yeah, I. I would too. I mean, yeah. Not that I have. Justin played a uh, companion one time I'm as break him one eventually. of the best bards. You're not going to. I'm going to stay on point. He always plays bardic characters, but he never chooses that as his class. Uh, okay. Like, he's always like, I'm going to go over there and talk to that guy and make sure he does what I so want. So he, like, he like runs the rim of the sink, but doesn't go in it. Yeah. Also, he acts what? like he doesn't, like, he'll fucking blow a diplomacy and then be like um and i'm like hey man you know if you were a bard you would have like plus five to cha and he's like oh yeah i guess that's true i'm like (laughs) why why are you fucking playing fighters and barbarians and playing them like bards that sounds about right i need to have we need to have a real intervention with him about that i should so the neat thing about uh the polyhedral knights that's the company that made wicked pacts that mickey barfield owns and runs after i told him we were going to stream their game he sent me a bunch of stuff because they have a lot of cool games out thanks mickey yeah thank you very much mickey they have a newsletter called the nightline k-n-i-g-h-t because uh, puns oh, are D. i like that a lot oh dude that would be fun to play like a it's a newsletter it's a newsletter i'm fucking signing up for that bro dude, dude. I, I would now that just I on the say name that, i think it would be fun to make a character in this where it's like they're like one of those like nighttime hosts like welcome to night vale like oh you um, want to be like a radio personality yeah, and i'd yeah. be your producer maybe sure <sighs> that'd be really fun that'd be dope yeah then you'd be like the charismatic one and i would just like, now once you guys read a little bit of the lore you're going to be working for a certain group 
you have to have a reason to be agents for these guys. You guys have to be mages. Uh-huh. So that's your side job. But you are definitely mages who get hired by the, uh, whatchamacallum, Hermetic Order. Oh, dude. A fucking mage. A Hermetic Order mage by night. A fucking radio talk show no, producer yeah, by yeah. day. Hell yeah, bro. I, I'm feeling it. Just work for NPR. <laughs> I would be like Roz from Frasier. Uh, after we get done with Wicked Packs, hopefully I'll be streaming other ones. We got Dark Times, which is a superheroes in the future being illegal oh, role-playing oh, game. Fuck yeah. Dude. We got, Are you kidding me? That's an awesome premise uh, for Pathogen me. Unclassified, which is a apocalypse after a Dude. virus, which we won't be playing for a while. Who but the that fuck is, is this a man? Yeah, How do I be playing it for friend? real soon? And the yeah, one that's right. the one that they <laughs> just got done with a <laughs> pirate game. Hell that yeah. has magic in it. Like, all of I them have pirates. fantasy elements going on. Pirates are always fun. Oh, my God, dude. I saw a comment today from somebody that suggested Vampire Edition, and I was like, what the fuck have we been doing? Yeah, why haven't we I done... am currently writing Anime Edition. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Anime too. yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, I decided yeah, this, is, really this is going to be for the people who listen to this podcast and also like the D&D. Uh, Lance is going to be the DM for all of the wrestling editions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That has to be the Yeah, because for the first one where you were the DM and you threw the suit on, I loved that. But at this point, I basically want those to be like, sit down. Yeah. Yeah. And I make the DM go over Absolutely. there while I do the thing that I want to do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. If anybody else does anything like that where it's their thing, I think that would be a good Absolutely. flip too. Because the jokes are easier to deliver when Lance is the DM about wrestling because it's the guy who knows wrestling jokes, not the DM who's like, I don't get this stuff. Yeah. The thing I, I wanted to highlight now, though, because the, he has a companion book for Steel City, or not for Steel City, for Dark Times called Steel City, but when he gave us the book, he also gave me a stack of non-player character cards. And these are my new favorite thing in role-playing games. Yeah, I was looking over them. Because each of the cards has a character on it, a brief description of the character, and three plot seeds that you could use as a DM to introduce storyline beats Such or the character like, you into need to do the that for Chaos Stars Within. That's really smart. You um, need to do that for Chaos Stars Within. Let's yeah, find out. Speaking of, that's not dead. I know it isn't. It's on the back burner, but it's... I was going to say that this is something you should definitely use for that role-playing... That's what you're talking about, yeah, the yeah. role-playing game show that you were doing? Yeah. I grabbed a random one. Lyle Cross. Alignment good. Despite being a television ghost hunter whose show airs almost exclusively on small networks, and despite his bumbling walk and bizarre mishmash accent, Lyle is actually, actually a competent exorcist. Several supernatural factions have him on a payroll as a consultant. That's just a character you can throw into the world. Underneath, there are three separate plot seeds that you could essentially use for a whole night of role-playing. I just picked this one randomly. I don't even know anything about these ones. Lyle is tasked with banishing a particularly old cemetery haunt. He decides to double-dip and bolster his show's non-existent ratings with footage of an actual exorcism. The Hermetic Order takes an issue with this. Ooh. Oh. So your whole campaign for that evening would be agents of the Hermetic Order having to go and be like, Lyle... You can't actually put a demonic exorcism on TV. People might find out about magic because that's what the Hermetic Order does is they prevent mundane people from finding out about the magic world. (gasps) The muggles don't know. Exactly. Dude, even this one. I just just picked up one. Um, I don't know if it's Heddle or Heddy Price. Heddy. Uh, Specialist in curses, both bestowing and removing. Heddy runs the equivalent of an occult hospital slash protection racket. Even the order pays her a monthly fee. They remember all too well what happened last time they tried to stop. 
uh, her rates change is one of the things, like one of the plots. She now only accepts payment and artifacts. Local artifact prices triple within the hour of the announcement. Wow. So that's like, like just a whole cool. socioeconomic storyline. You just boosted off of a character card about some lady. That's like, as someone who it's wants so to DM cool, this, yeah. I could run a couple sessions off of just that story. Yeah, yeah, it's really smart. The ones that I have saving pages in the book are the three that I pulled that helped me come up with the story that we're going to be doing on the 22nd. I I'm, read, glad I, I'm glad I didn't read those cards because I was like... I read one... I'm glad that when you opened one page and you read one of the bad guys, you read the wrong bad guy and it yeah, made me like, very happy. You were like, ooh, a Wendigo. And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> well, because I saw Wendigo and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that is some X Files shit." So I'm, I'm hyped, dude. dude. That's so cool. If Especially you... like, also like the whole like steampunk future where superheroes, but it's like illegal and shit. Like, I'm not looking at those until after the, the 22nd. Oh because yeah, but I like, feel just like this guy knows how to make a cool mm-hmm. setting for a campaign. Oh, um, yeah. If you go, if you look up Wicked Packs on YouTube, there is a two minute pitch video from when they did the Kickstarter, Hell and yeah. like a 15 minute booster video everyone should support this guy just mickey talking to the camera really but it's a very good video none of this is paid but yeah no i mean the most paid the most paid i've been is i've gotten sent a couple hundred dollars worth of source books but that's because he's happy we're putting playing the game on the youtube channel he just sent me all the games we can play basically yeah 2033 prometheus pharmaceuticals plant pended the first superhuman 16 years of intercorporate warfare followed by the end of it the human population of all the fractured state oh even as fractured states of america that's boss and withdrawn into select overcrowded cities huddling amidst concrete in the wash of neon while their corporate peddlers remade society in a new image now since you're digging on the lore for all of this stuff in wicked packs throughout the book there's essentially like a 45 page mini novel that's a detective story about this guy finding the demon drug that I was telling you about yeah it's called Bliss it's called Bliss oh fuck yeah of course I think there's one of those in every player's handbook Nice. Like a little mini novel. I have not looked at any of the other books because I don't want to get all my rules mixed up. Yeah, yeah. that's a, I want to stick to Wicked Packs until after the 22nd and then start going through all the other stuff. That's so cool. Back to Wicked Packs, though. Justin said he wanted to play as a janitor, and if he actually plays as a janitor for the Hermetic Order, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, Justin, man. A, you I know he's yeah, going yeah. to. I know. That's it's amazing. a great idea because I feel like anyone who works for the Order. So there's two main groups in this since we're talking about flavor. There's the Hermetic Order, and there is the Syndicate, the Onyx Syndicate. Oh, the Mafia. It's kind of like the break-off. The Hermetic Order are—if I would have done more research before I came up with your guys' scenario, you would probably be playing as the Syndicate. Because the Hermetic Order is essentially the Ministry of Magic. Respect your betters. And the Syndicate is like the break-off rebel group who's like, yeah, but you guys won't accept mundane people who know how to do magic, and you don't accept certain things, so we're going to go over here and do our own thing. Oh, it's like in Demon Lord, like the Demon King Academy, where it's like, oh, we're the, you know— The the royal— There were a lot of magic users in the world until all the Salem witch trial stuff happened and in this universe they just killed off like 90% of the magic people oh that's so cool so then the hermetic order has been living in secret since then and the onyx syndicate has just been getting squashed by them until the last 30 years or so that's fucking Oh, yeah, yeah, the lore so in this dope. is dope. There's like so novels cool. worth of lore in this. Oh, yeah. The most difficult part of this is it's one of the only things that I've ever ran where I can't look up other stuff. 
I have oh, the, fair, I have the yeah. book and the deck of cards he sent me about Wicked Pacts. And that's it. And then I have to use my imagination. I'm like, the Hermetic Order was put together long ago following near extermination of mages at the hands of the mundanes. The Order's stated goal is to keep the peace of the hidden world, preventing supernatural problems from spilling into the public eye. In practice, however, they sometimes behave more like a bureaucracy. So the men in black. And there are messy political rivalries within the Order that are hundreds of years old. The Hermetic Order is led by a triumvirate. The triumvirate serves over the Senate, who can depose any one of the three with a two-thirds majority vote. When a member of the triumvirate dies, retires, or removed, they are replaced by a member of the Senate. The problem here is I have to make everything up after that about the triumvirate. Oh. oh In D&D, other nerds have done that part in other <laughs> books yeah. about it. Right. Get on it, nerds. This book's Buy only this a few shit. years old, and even though it should be more popular, these are pretty well-selling books, but they're not nation- nationally known or anything yeah. like that. Like, I've yeah, never but heard I of anyone like playing that, these. Though. Of it's course like I do. was having this conversation the other day about the Generation Zero do. game about how everybody was like upset because they were expecting like Fallout or like Borderlands but it was very minimalistic and it was like it's I love I I respect when a game says to you here you figure it out oh dude I started playing Path of Exile it's like that yeah it's like Diablo but it's like here's every stat like the the character trees like you know typically it'll be like your tree for if you want to be like a javelin user and as an Amazon or a you know they'll have like the different different trees about well, different uh, trees for like each class or whatever it just has every single one I mean if yeah. we're gonna loop and it you into just go around in a clockwise fashion so you can be a mage that goes into like tanking spells oh that's cool so you can be a mage that's that just like, like runs in and then just like drops AOE and and then just like heals off damage or you can just be like a necromancer and it's like so intimidating and what i think a little bit more towards chaz's comparison is with this since i have 12 paragraphs of the hermetic order and that's my history of the hermetic order there's a little bit more in the novel there's a little bit more sparse throughout the book but it's 300 pages and that's what i got yeah that if you're comparing it to a video game that's like minecraft yeah that's I have... Here's a shovel. Have I have fun. the blocks to punch right here. Right. And then I have to figure out what I'm going to do with them. And Minecraft as a That's base really cool, is never going to go away. Minecraft's the reason that shit like Fortnite and Warzone exist because some dude made a Hunger Games mod and the dude who made Fortnite went, oh, that's a good idea. And PUBG did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like Minecraft has spawned off video game genres and not just a battle royale. That's just the one that I think of. This is one of those books that if there were enough nerds who wanted to write down stuff, you could write novels about this world. Oh, Easy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he nerds, has, are you listening out there? Yeah, get on it. You he has rally fucking nerds. Re- regulators, mount A very filled universe. The Hermetic Order and the Onyx Syndicate are the ones that you're going to hear about in what we do. There's also the Mob, the Vatican, the Templar Knights, the Fraternal Order of Bahamut. They just found a dude in a castle named Bahamut and started worshipping him. <laughs> uh, the Red Circle, those are essentially like the bad red robe dudes who are going to cast magic no matter what. They don't care if if the humans see it, they're just going to sacrifice humans to make their gods appeased. Dope. Knight's yeah. Blade, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Oh, it's even like a Blair Witch kind oh, of style. Oh, like, God, that is insane. Yeah. And then there's like if Half-Blooded. If die, we're killing it. Yeah. There's the Half-Blooded. There's the Alchemist Guild. This is a whole cool part that I don't have to get into for the story I'm telling, but if we do another campaign in this universe, the Alchemist Guild controls all of the potion making in the universe. The Hermetic Order answers to them. The Onyx Syndicate also answers to them. Oh, my God. I fucking... 
love alchemy. Yeah, oh, and yeah. so these guys have the monopoly on alchemy. If you're making alchemy and you're not a member of the Alchemist Guild, they're going to get you. Here's for if we go full campaign. Unseen territories. Certain areas on the planet are areas of interest as high magic zones. Because oh. there are these like things called Clover. there are these yeah. things called ley lines that I haven't even gotten into, which is how the magic pulses through the planet. And when you're standing Fuck on a ley yeah. line, you can get bonuses that work kind of like chaotic magic in D and D. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude. I know I'm just Fuck skipping yeah. over that, but we'll get no, to that yeah, on no, the 22nd. Awesome. There are different areas on the planet that have big magic power. Like some of them can yeah. have necrotic power. Some of them big can have big energy. But yeah, big magic energy. <laughs> yeah. The kingdoms of the Carpathians: modern day Austria, the Czech Republic, Poland. Slovakia, Ukraine, Romania, Serbia. The Mysteries of the Cradle, Ethiopia, Somalia, Kenda, Kenya, Uganda. You could do this around the world like an Indiana Jones schools of magic. The Altar of the Sky. Right. The Altar of the Sky. Tibet, Nepal, so a lot of the mountain ranges. And then they will have... I don't want to read a whole lot, but it looks like they have a whole lot of monks up there, and they do low violence. Oh, of course. Yeah. This I'm just skimming. I, I've not studied any of this stuff. Dude, I am fucking looking forward to being. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to do that? Do you want oh, to be I'm the radio that. host? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be your producer? Absolutely. Oh, man. All right, now, Chaz, here's the part where you're going to be super happy since you like the skills. When you create a character in Wicked Pacts, you have... 84 skill and spell points to throw out on your skills to get all those different dice. Oh my god. Because your spells work with different amounts of dice too. They work kind of like your skills. I like your book, by the way. The little notebook. The, oh my little notebook? It's a Catwoman notebook. Oh, it's dope. Yeah, I love this thing. Where'd we find this at? My wife was taking a nap, but we found this at an antique store. <laughs> She's just like laying on her side. He's like, "Where we get this at, hon? Antiques. At the place. Store. Yeah, at the place. Usually, that's, that's well, awesome. So, twenty second, we're playing at eight p.m. Eastern, and we'll be on Twitch and on YouTube. And what symbols of freedom. Somebody in the YouTube chat is going to be winning a fucking set of cracking dice. Oh, and a copy of Wicked Packs. Yeah, and fucking that bell. So show up. If you want to play Don't Wicked Packs, fuck that bell. Go to like, Nova comment, Banana subscribe. on Facebook, Email Instagram, us at fuckthatbell at nobanana.com. Send us an email at Go ahead and send us an email at fuckthatbell at banana.com. Thank you, Jay, No problem. Yeah. At Man Ray on Twitter, M-A-N-N-R-H-A-E. Talk to me about wrestling or how cute my cat is. His name's Maxwell Jacob Feline. Hell yeah. Yeah. How do we not talk about your awesome cat name? He's named after one of my favorite wrestlers. Of course. Yeah. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah. That's not a surprise to me. Yeah. Well, it's been the longest symbols of freedom ever. He got on TMZ for flipping off a little kid. It just seems like a Zoomer version of Hunter Hearst Helms life. Except so much better at the rich douchebag. Well, yeah. Just fuck that bell. Oh, God. the, The saxophone kicked in.